Locked on. Locked on. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? So much. <laughs> Everywhere. All, all yeah. across the country. Uh, but we are here to, to continue to talk about Cowboys football. We're going to try and stay in our lane and, you know, talk about football as long as it's still happening and relevant. Right. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Cowboys practice. They did have practice on Thursday morning. Uh, it seemed like it was another intense practice. Uh, we do have a little bit of injury news. Um, the Cowboys did get back offensive tackles Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, and Cam Irving. While all three of those guys are still working up to participating in 11-on-11s, um, it seems like they're getting closer to being ready for game action once we get there. Uh, but the group did suffer another injury on Thursday as offensive tackle Mitch Hyatt uh, suffered a knee injury and he was carted off the field. Landon, let's just go ahead and start there. How concerned are we about the Cowboys' offensive tackle situation considering that Tyron Smith has been injured, Lyle Collins hasn't practiced at all, Cam Irving's been missing time? Are, are, are we concerned about that position going forward? I mean, I think we're concerned of the fact that we haven't you know, really seen anything along these lines yet. And I think that that part is... You know, certainly concerning, but I, I would say that you know this is probably the COVID training camp equivalent of what you know Tyron Smith probably goes through every year to a certain degree. Uh, Lael Collins is a little different because you know I, I think there were issues with the fact that the, such a disjointed off season that he didn't actually get the off season training that maybe he was used to. So you know there is some working into shape with him. I'm not necessarily concerned for the season. I, I just I think I'm, I'm at the point where you know we haven't heard or seen a ton about Tyron and Lale because they haven't you know been practicing a ton. Yeah. Um, so it's it's hard to kind of form any kind of opinion as to you know where they are at the up and down slopes of their career. But I, you know I think. I trust those guys. I mean, those guys are obviously one of them is all pro Hall of Fame level, level, and the other one is an ascending player who is working his way towards that. It feels like so. Uh, I, I I don't really have any doubts that when it comes you know, time for game time, that those two will be okay. Uh, Cam Irving is a little more concerning just because. I mean, I don't think he's a great player, so I think he needs practice reps. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I I think that. Like I, like we've mentioned before, I, I really like Brandon Knight a lot. I, I we haven't heard a ton good or bad about him, and maybe that's good, maybe it's not. Um, I would say that's good with, probably. with the amount of you know news we're getting. Yeah. Because I, I think if he was looking bad, we'd hear. Yeah, because we are hearing the names of the Wyatts, what's his names, and the guy like the sixth and seventh Wyatt tech. Miller. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I mean, we we are hearing their their names as they are getting, you know, posterized by Everson Griffin's you know inside spin move, but. You know, I think I think that you know, the top the top two guys will be back. They'll be fine. Um, you know, losing Mitch Hyatt, 
I mean, I feel for the kid a lot, but I was never really a, a huge fan as much as, you know, I think yeah. the, the undrafted free agent watchers were. I, you know, I think people assume. I mean, he, he's, as I say, he doesn't have, I mean, he has a lot of great accolades, right? His resume is incredible. Yeah, his, re- his college Absolutely. resume is unbelievable, but it, it is not, you know, a, a, a translation to an NFL resume necessarily. The NFL. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I think I think you should feel pretty good about the Cowboys' offensive line heading into the season. I don't think I wouldn't worry about what their tackle situation looks like here on August twenty seventh yeah. with two what more than two weeks until week one. I think they're going to be fine. Um, I do worry a little bit about the depth, and I worried about that before we even got to training camp because I just I don't like Cam Irving all that much as a backup tackle. Uh, we'll see about Brandon Knight, but uh, I, I just think that's. I mean, I don't think anybody feels good about their backup tackles in today's NFL. There's no. just not a lot, enough yeah. quality offensive linemen, so um, not all that surprising. Um, let's take a quick break so we can tell you guys about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Okay, Landon, speaking of the offensive tackles, uh, they had a rough day today blocking Bradley and I, who had, according to David Helbin, two or three sacks in the 11-on-11 period. Um, After, I would say, somewhat of a slow start to camp, it seems like he's really starting to turn it on. And again, it could be just due to the the tackle situation the Cowboys have. but what are we expecting from Bradley and I this year? Well, what's the what's the hope for the fifth round rookie from Utah? It's you know it, it's tough to kind of settle on those kind of down roster roles. I mean, he he definitely has been been impressing, and it, and you know I think it's been enough that it's you know it's I think it qualifies as as a drum beat as we've mentioned before and. I think mm-hmm. is is actually a football guy's term, so I want to make sure that we we give proper deference to uh, Cecil Lammy. I think is who came up with the, the drumbeat term. Yeah, and Sigmund, Sigmund Bloom, Bloom, yeah, both, both those guys. guys. So, uh, I, I you know I think that the problem here is is obviously numbers for him, and and there are a lot of numbers at this position. I mean, just since they've drafted him, they they brought in a Pro Bowl defensive end at his position. So. Yeah. Uh, and that's also not including the waiting in the wings, Randy Gregory. You know, so uh, and we don't really know what the situation is there. We don't really have any updates there. Maybe the team knows more than we do. But uh, you know, I think at this point, you know, I think at this point, if Randy Gregory doesn't come back and meet you know anytime soon, uh, I, I think he ekes on the team. Uh, and, and not that he doesn't deserve, you know, to be a, a solid, you know, a written and pinned, because just based on the way he's played, I think he he deserves a certain amount of that. But I, I just think the problem is that there is a huge numbers game right now, 
And, uh, yeah. you know, even guys like Tyron Smith, I mean, uh, uh, Tyron, Crawford, Tyron Crawford, like, even you know, he's playing a lot of DT because of the injury, but he's still a defensive end at the end of the day. And so uh, sure. it, it's just, I think, I definitely think he makes the team, or I, I, th- I hope he makes the team. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to be shocked because I, I just think that there is, uh, there are only a certain amount of, of these guys that they can take. And it's he's not the only young player who's putting up a good fight. It sounds like Dorrance Armstrong's having a really good camp too. Uh, and, and you know, again, these are guys who are, you know, any other year that would be great, and you'd be like, okay, great, they'll, they'll be like the second guy and rotating in. But this is the year where you have three written in pen, you know, defensive ends. And then you've got a, another fourth guy who, you know, if he gets reinstated, you feel pretty confident is going to definitely be on the team. And, and then after that, you've got Crawford and then one spot probably, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so I, I think it'll be interesting. I think Anai is definitely the, the, the lead for that, that spot. But I, I think that, you know, depending on just the pure numbers game, it feels like there's going to be a talented pass rusher put on the street when the when the roster cuts come down. Yeah, so my my guess is here that and I think you would agree, of the two players, Dorrance Armstrong probably has the higher value around the league, right? Yeah. Just because we have a lot of tape of him. So would it be completely shocking to see the Cowboys move him for a conditional seventh round pick? Uh, to a team instead of just outright cut them, you know. But I, sure. I just think there's enough there's enough teams around the league that need defensive end help, and a guy that's I believe 23 years old that started games in the NFL that it's got a bunch of tape out there. I, I just think that he has probably more value. But if you ask the Cowboys privately, I almost wonder if they like Bradley and I better because you know I think he's a little further along as a, a pure pass rusher. Um, and he, I mean, again. He's going to be cheaper, right? He, he's mm. a, a draft pick that was picked a whole round later. You have four years of control under him rather than, I believe, what? This was be Dorrance Armstrong's third year, uh-huh. I think. Or, yeah. Third or fourth year. fourth year. Yeah. So I, I just wonder if that's ultimately how this is going to play out. They'll, they'll ship him to somewhere else to be a fourth defensive end and pick up a late round pick, and you, know, you end up keeping the better player anyway. So uh, I just think it's really encouraging to see that. Bradley and I is producing for the Cowboys this year. I, I, I would um, definitely to, trade for him, ahead. too. I was just going to say, I, I, I would. Dorrance Armstrong is a kid that you mentioned it, young when he came into the oh, league absolutely. and now has a ton of experience and is only 23 years old. He would be something that I think is trade worthy because he you know, has he's on the up and up. You've got a team that's deep at this position. I think that some teams should would would love to probably take advantage of all that of that experience and youth and and see what they could produce. You know, he might this might be the year that he's putting it all together. It just could be a, a terrible timing with all the other players on the team. Absolutely. Um, let's get through some other practice notes, uh, courtesy of David Hellman of DallasCowboys.com. Uh, this this one we've talked about a couple different times now, but Greg Zerline continues to impress. Uh, he made six kicks today during their team period. He's now 24 of 24 from camp. His long was from 48 yards. Um, I, I think this is a big deal considering some of the kicking woes the Cowboys have had over the last two years. I mean, I know it's too early to say that the Cowboys have, quote-unquote, solved their kicking situation, but you've got to feel pretty good about where the Cowboys stand right now with Greg Zerline, right? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, at this point, the – 
you know, you, especially when you, when you consider where you've come from at different points, you know, where, where you, you've had all kinds of keeping track of the kickers and, 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 you know, is having competitions that you didn't know were competitions <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I, I think at this point to have a, a guy that you feel like is, I mean, he, he is, he's your only kicker on the team and he's made every kick in, in, in training camp. I think that that speaks volumes about where your position is. And I think it at least gives you a, uh, a sense of relief, you know. I mean, that's really all I think all you're looking for when you talk about a kicker. If you're, you know, I think you just don't want him to get in the way. So if he's if he's out yes. there kicking all these field goals and making it, making all of them, there's nothing for anybody to complain about. There's nothing for anyone to say anything about it. I, it's definitely worth noting because you know he's he's done a very good job. Uh, but it's also funny because I mean, normally kickers aren't something that you know people are commenting too much about in training camp it's just that we've now had such bad experience this last two years that it, it it's it's noteworthy now that that our kicker is making all the all these gimme kicks yeah you just want consistency from that position more than anything else and it seems like their line is 100 healthy he's making kicks when they need to it's not one of these things where he's five for five one day and two for five the other day uh, this is what we wanted to see from the Cowboys kicker uh, situation heading into the year. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with more news from the Cowboys practice on Thursday. Um, but talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves by saying things like we had a long day at work or we're just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort from your comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. Um, all right, Landon, let's continue to talk about the Cowboys practice. And it seems like this is about the third day in a row we've talked about Trevon Diggs impressing. Uh, he had another intercept, interception in team period. Uh, he had some tight coverage on Noah Brown on a play that Noah Brown ended up just taking away. Um, with Awuzie and Jordan Lewis now you know, out for the next week or so, uh, it's important that Diggs is stepping up in practice. Uh, I'm just going to ask you this, Landon. How likely do you think it is that when we open up week one against the Los Angeles Rams that Diggs is one of the starting outside cornerbacks? It's seeming more and more likely. Uh, it's you know I think, we again, to refer to the drumbeat, and, and I think outside of CeeDee Lamb, who has, I mean, routinely made the in, impossible possible with his training camp reports, yeah. uh, CeeDee uh, – Diggs has been the guy that you've heard the, the strongest drum beat about for of all the rookies, and and as it should be, he's a second round pick. Um, but I think that even then, you know, the uh, expectations were high for for him uh, in a way that they needed to be high because we needed him to come out and uh, and perform and play. And I think the other step, I mean, if he had, if he had come out and been 
you know, not so if he would have struggled, they would have been yeah, okay. they would have been okay. They're a war later. Yeah, whatever. I think that that he probably would have fallen back in in a different you know depth spot in the death chart, but they probably would have yeah. been fine. I think the way it's turned out is the way they they had hoped, where he's taking advantage of it, he's making plays on the football, and in a defense where disruption is happening in the backfield, uh, he's a guy who maybe more so than guys that Cowboys have had in the last few years. He's a guy that when the ball's in the air, it may be a misguided throw is in the air. He's someone who can actually take advantage of and, and high point the ball, go after it, and attack the ball like a yep. wide receiver. Yep. Uh, and I think he's... Well, uh, just, to, just to, I was going to say, just to kind of fill in there, I think I think Byron is one of the best cornerbacks in the league. But I think, I think you're right in this sense, right? If this is going to be a more aggressive blitzing defense... You do probably want a corner with a little bit more ball skills and just a, a better feel of how to make plays when the ball is in the air. I think in the previous scheme, I think Byron is a better fit. I almost think in this scheme, Diggs is a better fit. And that has nothing against Byron Jones. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's it's you're trying to do two different things. Like with this defense, the the, the pass rush is trying to get to you and throw, force a throw on air and throw, and 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 you know the 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 corners are trying to hold on just long enough. To you know, make you sit in the pocket for for you to get sacked. With the the other defense, with the way it was, things were at least with the way things were running last year. They were trying to co- out cover you until the sack got there. You know, and and I think right. Byron yeah. is good at sticking with his receivers and being sticky. And you know, when you're that kind of athlete, you can stick with almost anybody. But but the problem is, is that when the ball's in the air or there's a contested ball. Uh, or if it's just thrown up, he's he was not great at that. He's not great at catching the football. He's not great at locating the football and and and, and getting his hand on it. That just wasn't part of his game. And again, that's you know no shame or anything. It's just not what they're no. looking for in this defense. And they certainly weren't going to pay top market dollar for a guy who doesn't necessarily fit what they're trying to do. So. Uh, it, you know the the shift has been more towards attack up front and then let the guys in the back end attack the football in the air, and I think that Diggs is you know maybe despite being a rookie maybe the best suited for that sort of role just because of uh, of his playing style and and his you know his specific set of athletic skills. Yeah, I agree. I think Diggs is somebody that I'm really excited to see this year because I, I just think he's a perfect fit in this defense. And I think not only is he a perfect fit, I think he's a perfect fit with the coaching staff, right? Being coached up by Al Harris is perfect. Yeah. It, it just it fits his game so well, and I think he's going to have a lot of success right away. He's certainly going to get beat a bunch. He, rookie cornerbacks tend to do that, but I do think he's going to be able to make enough plays uh, to be a, a good cornerback for the Cowboys this year. All right, Landon, our last uh, show note or you know practice note I want to talk about is Xavier Woods. Uh, according to Kyle Yeomans of DallasCowboys.com, Xavier Woods has been fantastic over the last two weeks, continuing to make play after play. Uh, I, I saw, he had a nice press conference the other yeah. day talking about uh, a throw to Blake Jarwin that he would have lit up Jarwin. I, I just thought that was funny. You can see his mentality as a safety, but um, I, I really am excited about his fit in this defense as well because I think he's a player that is better when he can be in a multiple defense and he's not lining up in the same spot all the time. You know, I think if, you, if he's down in the box or if he's in a slot or if he's a single high, I think he can be a, a star in this league. What are you expecting from Woods this season? Uh, you know, I mean, I've I've been 
on the precipice of waiting for him to break out for two years, you know, and I think he's taking yeah. steps every single year. He has gotten better and, and improved every single year. I still am waiting to see, um, you know, just how he takes that last that next step in this year. And I think uh, this is a big one for him. You know, we're we're in the contract yeah. years, and 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 it's it's really a time to kind of lay it all on the line. Uh, I think that this is a, a defense that's even more in line with his skill set because he is so versatile. Um, I, I think you know it'll really help to get a safety who uh, is just reliable and can be like uh, you know can play opposite of him so that he can kind of do all the many things that he does well and that that you take advantage of, including you know kind of playing that robber role playing a little bit of man coverage just kind of mixing it up what he's doing not necessarily only playing single safety high uh, i think that's where we get uh the most out of Xavier Woods so um you know the reports have have been coming out have been great I, i'm not i can't say that i'm surprised because i'm you know, like i said i'm a big believer in Xavier Woods and have been and been waiting for this breakout season so I'm hoping that this is the year that you really see uh, the next, you know, like I said, the last few years have been good with Xavier Woods, but they still aren't what I've expected based on what we've seen from training camp. Uh, So I'm looking forward to this being more of a breakout year and more of a year where, you know, things start really happening for him and, 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 you know, maybe even a Pro Bowl or, you know, that sort of that sort of level of play. Right, I just think he's too talented not to be a Pro Bowl level uh, safety in the NFL, and I think in Mike Nolan's defense, I think we're finally going to see that unlocked as he's a movable chess piece on defense that can do so many different things and do them at a high level. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.